this Monday night, we're sending you back to the podcast. Oh, jeez. Hey. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Josh Dugado with my sister, Glenda Dugado. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about the, the Last of Us, but I got a couple of stories before we start. Real quick, uh, I know you don't watch, uh, probably don't watch anything adults, man, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than Rick and Morty. <laughs> Uh, it's an older show, iconic show, Aquatine Hunger Force. They just had a movie. They're officially returning to Adult Swim for five episodes on March 12th. I think it's Jonathan's birthday, right? Her brother's birthday? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good present for him. It's really funny. <laughs> Do you like it? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. We grew oh, up on okay. the, the classic Adult Swim. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, just, it's pretty funny. They're only like 15 minutes. It's really funny. Chris you can likes try watching. it, too. Yeah, see? Chris got taste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cool. I've never uh, seen it. They're like 15 minutes too, so you can watch you can watch any random episodes. Not like the, okay. you're gonna miss anything. Uh, the movie was decent. They just came out. It was pretty funny. They they tease you for paying to watch the movie and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that was Is, real are quick. The writers, are the writers are the writers like known for anything else? The ones from Aquatine Force. The the production company is probably the writers too, but the other company they make weird, funny shit. Oh, okay. But I don't I don't follow them too hard, but they do. On bigger news, uh, Cobra Kai will end at, would end after season six, which is the next one, I believe. Um, six seasons in the movie, so and a movie. That's yeah. cool. Well, the movie's the problem, I believe, because when they announced, so the studio announced they want to make a Karate Kid movie. The actors are like, "Oh, well, they haven't even contacted us." Ralph Mouch is like, "They haven't contacted us about a movie. That's weird." Oh. They announced, they just announced before it. securing talent, before yeah, securing it they with just, the cast. Because they, because uh, I don't know, I think it's Sony or somebody owns the the actual rights to it, you know. Yeah. And they just announced, hey, we're doing a new Karate Kid movie where we want to go back to the the old '80s cast or something like that, you know, like the, the original thing, like well, the original guys or who on a TV show, like well, we don't know anything about it. It's kind of weird, you know, especially when they got a show going on, which technically is Cobra Kai. So I kind of saw the writing on the wall, like, okay, this is not going to get uh, renewed, which the creators of this show are disappointed because they they do they have a couple of storylines left that they wanted to do. Now oh. they're going to have to wrap up. They're going to wrap up now, and I, I have a feeling, one, they're going to have to convince the, the cast to do that movie, which they already announced. But two, it's like, they're probably going to do like, well, that shit didn't count. I, I guarantee it. That they're going to like alternate verse, right? That All that TV show didn't, that's not canon. You think I so? I have a feeling. Yeah, because they're not even talking to the cast. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not talking to the creators of the show. They're not talking to the cast. They just, they own the rights. And they're like, oh, we're going to do this movie. Wow. So they're going all about it the wrong the wrong way. So this is like the production company that has the rights? That's saying all this? I'm guessing, so Columbia Pictures. Yes, I was right, Sony. Columbia Pictures, so which, is, which is owned by Sony. So I'm guessing originally YouTube bought the rights from them to stream it and then YouTube sold yeah. it to Netflix or whatever. They moved it to Netflix along with Columbia. But it's one of those things that Netflix, they're famous for dropping shit that they don't actually produce anyway. So it's not like a big deal to them. Yeah. It was great that they revived it. Yeah. But yeah, they're just doing their own thing, announcing their own thing. So I'm not surprised. I'm just, I'm just very I'll, I'm very doubtful with the movie. They're not, they're not going to continue Cobra Kai's story. They're not even talking to the creators. So why would they? Ooh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which kind of sucks. But as yeah. as a fan, uh, as a fan, like, well, 
we're gonna we're gonna we're I I we're gonna decide this is canon. The show's canon. And this movie's not. I guarantee yeah. you. Let's just start approaching it the right way. That movie's gonna bomb. Now they decide. Oh, hey, we're gonna continue what they did on the show. Okay, that's pretty cool. But it, it's not leaning towards that just yet. Right, because why announce something and they don't have everything settled with the cast or anything? Exactly. It's just weird. Yeah. And then and the uh, writers they, didn't even know. And when they announced that to uh, the creators of Cobra Kai, were like, "We don't know what's going on. We're in the dark. We didn't know about movie. We're still waiting on renewal." And it was dead silence until now about the the last season. So, wow. You can thank Sony for that. I mean, it's their IP, but yeah, I don't, but... I don't understand. People are so these people in charge. They're so dumb when it comes to stuff like this. It's like, <laughs> well, they're money. They're money hungry. You know, they they just think we got the rights to this. It's um, it's doing really well. Uh, yeah, I don't understand the whole like rebranding or like I don't know starting over. That's just ridiculous. And especially if, people... if the show is so successful. Exactly. You know, and if you want people to support the movie, then bring in the creators, bring in that cast, yeah, and, and be like, "This is this is now it's going to be in a movie. Those storylines are going to be in a movie instead of a TV show. That would yeah. work." But I don't think they can because it's always like, does uh, Netflix own those minor characters now? Not Sony. It's always like, yeah, always tricky when it comes to those kind of contracts. And just like the when Netflix had Marvel. Yeah. They would mention the movies, but they never really. Interact. They couldn't the say around. characters' names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the big green guy, they would say stuff like that. So it's always tricky That's when it comes to crazy. that. crazy. So I don't, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to help each other out. On this. That's <laughs> crazy. Wow. Did, I didn't finish the last season. Don't tell me what happens. But did you like it? Did you like the last season? Yeah. It was still going strong. It was great. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. The okay. cast is great. It always gets you emotionally. I think the big season before, yeah. season before that was probably the weakest, but they, it was it was a strong season. And yeah, they're gonna have to wrap everything up now, which kind of sucks. <laughs> I watched it when it was on YouTube. Did you watch it on YouTube? Yeah, I watched it yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, there uh, was, was so much buzz it about it. It was good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was really good. That's why I was like, I I actually like rented it when it was on YouTube because you had to have like YouTube. TV or uh, something premium uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or what, what did our mother call it? YouTube Red or she, she called it? it she called it Red, Red Tube. Red Tube. And Red Tube. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even think you could put an insert of that. <laughs> but look at people. Our I don't mom think Red was popular anymore. You, but yeah, she was calling YouTube, YouTube Red. Was Red. Yeah. Yes, which is actually a mistake on their fault, on their yeah, behalf too. Yeah. Like, why would you name it so close to Red Two? <laughs> why well, did think and Red Two was popular? No, but her actual verbiage that she would tell people was, "I can't live without my Red Two." <laughs> <laughs> you were dying. <laughs> what is it? What are you watching? <laughs> and then she would say, "What." <laughs> but yeah i don't even i think that doesn't even exist anymore does it i've never even seen that's what i'm saying i don't i don't at the time they were popular i don't think they're popular anymore oh, okay. uh, but at the time yes so now i wouldn't even be i don't think people would get the joke <laughs> at the time yes they were <laughs> just millennials you know you're a millennial right uh, I'm a, I'm not a millennial, bro. I'm at the cutoff yes, of Gen Z. Are. 
We're about to cut off a Gen Z, dude. First of all, there's no there's no exact date between uh, generations. That's what I'm saying. We're, it's just like a, but every a, time a every time people are talking about millennials, they're like ten years younger than me. Like how we're in the same fucking generation. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm at the end of Generation X, punk rock and all that. That's my music. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, and it's really it's really past millennials too. Well, I mean, that's what's always not yeah, like. Oh, Gen Z, well. it's Gen Zers right now. They're like the next generation, and then Friday's, you know, generation no, is going to be Alpha, is what they say. Alpha. No, there's a new one, Generation Y or something. I don't know. There's I think it a new starts one. over. It starts over. So what they're saying is is like Gen Z is right now, and after that will be Alpha, the Alpha generation. I think anyway. Mm, uh, the already it's already past millennials generation the way i heard i don't know I don't yeah really it's care. past millennials <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's generation y right now oh, okay maybe like uh m on friday anyways let's talk about the the big story before the last of us justin roiling officially removed from rick and morty oh. <laughs> have you been following uh-huh. up on that no i'm scared and sad too tell me that tell me what they said or did they like their i mean the thing is i know you said last week that it's like or the week before that um he was a a, uh, you know he's accused of domestic violence and he's got some alcohol problems didn't he didn't did any other news come out oh a lot (laughs) oh yeah no i don't all right so they they uh have him like dead to rights with uh screenshots of talking to these girls i don't know how many but uh they're like underage 16 17 there's receipts and this is when he was like 32 he's like 40 to 40 ish now uh but you know he's calling them jailbait and why why are you jailbait why are you so young and then he's uh he's calling them the f word uh racial uh, not racial slur you know a gay slur f word oh Uh, that's a joke but it's like inappropriate (laughs) Uh, and, and girls, then he's doing he's like, calling girls that. Yeah, he's just talking like a kid. He's oh, talking okay. like a. You gotta read him because he's talking like a Rick and Morty character. Uh, if if you just read in a Rick and Morty character, you can kind of see the way his humor is. But then uh, he's also, he's uh, he's like saying, "Wow, oh, me so Chinese and blah blah blah." It's just like weird, dumb shit to say, racist shit, dumb shit. But the point is. Beyond that, uh, it's just, they're underage. Like he's hitting on these underage girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They got a, they got a death threat. So with the with the domestic thing, you know, innocent to proven guilty, people aren't really following the other stuff where they caught him dead to rights with uh, talking to these young girls, whatever. And then uh, he was even on a podcast, and I, I the vo- there I, there's only voices on the podcast, and obviously he's trying to be funny, but he has a twisted sense of humor. And it, it it just it's just too much when you add everything together, because even the original uh, Rick and Morty, the Back to the Future thing, it was all pedo jokes, like but it was like gay pedo jokes, probably the grandpa and the kid. So I mean, that's his sensibilities, right? But the voices on that pocket, so when, I'm pretty sure the guy voice is on Rick and Morty as well. So I don't know, I, I I'm not 100 percent sure, but he sounds familiar from when those back background stuff they do. But anyways, uh, so he's he's talking on the podcast and he's just like. You know, I'm not a pedo, but you know, a 13 year old girl, you tell me with those big titties and stuff like that back in the day it was normal. You, you wouldn't want to hit that, you know. And he's doing it, he's doing his stick like that, that voice he does and the riffing. 
If I could go back and be a fourth grade kid right now with what I know, oh my god, I'd be like walking around. I'd be getting laid every fucking day. <laughs> Gross. And it fourth would be great. And it would be legal too because I would be a little kid. And he's been practicing on a fourth grader now, so he knows how to yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh huh. No, she's 22. Um, she oh does have god. braces though. I love it. I love the braces. It's hot. <laughs> okay. Uh, it says anyways. She said. She said. She had a nice ass. I'm not really... a pedophile though. All right. Mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. Uh, didn't really want. I'm not attracted to fucking little kid bodies. I like fucking <laughs> women bodies. Look, I'll say. Look, a fucking 14 year old that looks like she's 18 and like big titties mm-hmm. and a nice. Yeah. Like, of course mm, I'm. The, yeah. I'm attracted to that. Ooh, yeah. That's why this whole Chris Hansen thing. I'm like. Fuck you, man. They, mm-hmm. These girls are like, they look, they're fully developed and they're like, they talking online. I want, I want you to fuck you me. You mean the, the, the girls that old men or women pretend to be to lure the pedophiles into the house? Yeah, but they would email photos uh-huh. of what they look like. Uh-huh. And the ones I saw were like, that girl's fully fucking Va-va-voom. developed woman. Yeah, uh-huh. like, come on, back in like, <laughs> how are we that fucking, like, as a race, are we that crazy? Like, when we were fucking. To- and I know he thinks, I can, I know he thinks he's being funny. It's, it's yeah. Thirteen is like even way younger. It's like whoa, bro. And like he was talking to a thirteen-year-old girl. No, he's talking about a thirteen-year-old girl. Oh, it's a comedy podcast. Obviously, there's a girl. There's a woman in that podcast. She's kind of like oh no, but she's not. Nobody's really stopping him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's really challenging him on it. Obviously, it's a comedy podcast, and that's the way he riffs. But it's it's when you add everything together, it's just bad, dude. Just like yeah, and thirteen's too far, anyways. Like what the fuck, (laughs) like. Uh, yeah, you know it's like, yeah. So they got they got him in so many inappropriate things. Uh, it has nothing to do with at this point the domestic, the innocent or guilty. It doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah, receipts. The receipts have come out now that he's uh he's been he's, he's got trouble, been exposed. Yeah, yeah. So he's exposed basically. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. That's so sad because, like you said, I didn't realize how much he improvises on Rick and Morty. And Rick is such a great character. You know, like we were saying the other week as well, like I think Morty's easy to redo, to recast. Um, but Rick is so special, you know. Ugh. And then uh, number one uh, contender that people want is this TikToker, TikToker called Sean Kelly Says. He does a perfect okay. Morty. There's a perfect Morty. You can see him on TikTok. Uh, okay. His Rick, his Rick has gotten a lot better. It's still... I would say still not up to uh, Roland's level, but it's re- it's very close. And I don't know how funny he is. Uh, he's probably funny, but he does a, he does a really good voice. He does Mister Meeseeks. He does another voice, so he's very talented. I don't know if they're gonna cast him or not. I mean, <laughs> they, gonna, I mean, you, they have options. Are you gonna play a ki- a clip for of him uh, for the? Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll put a you clip. Will, of him. So, let me watch a video so you can get a reaction. Oh my god. Yeah, welcome to the club, pal. Oh, a vat of fake acid? Are you dying of dementia? Even Hitler cared about Germany or something? Oh man, oh jeez, Rick. Uh, I really don't want to have to do that, Rick. I'm a love dead dead. I'm Mr. Meeseeks, look at me! Why is my purpose? Oh, wow. Hey, oh my god. Yeah, welcome to the club, pal. He does those voices? Wow. Is even his... Even, even his wo- was on point. <laughs> even his wubba dub, but I don't like his wubba dub dub. It doesn't even sound. It sounds off to me. You don't like the wubba dub dub dub. I mean, no one's gonna yeah. sound just like him though. <laughs> it's gotta be closer. If you go down <laughs> the next video, uh, even Justin Roiland was impressed with him not too long ago. Really? Yeah. The one that says, "Hey, that's me." Yeah. 
that's 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 like that's scary 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 wow if you were to play that next to me doing it people would have a hard time knowing which was which just because i can go you know i'm sitting here i'm 14 right doesn't mean that doesn't mean that i'm the guy right or just because i can say hey i'm pickle rick it doesn't mean that i'm the the guy who does rick i'm not just roiling just because i can go ah, mr Meeseeks, look at me i just want to die does not mean that i'm just an just because i can go is this Wow, even Justin gives him props. Justin even said if they were next to each other, no one could tell who so was that's who. A, that's what people want right now. That's the contender right wow. now. But I mean, I, I think, think, I don't know him that well, but like you were saying, he does so much improv. Do you think that he can do that? You know, I think that's such an important element too. You know, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I don't know his background. I don't know if he can. I mean, I don't know even how important it is. It might mean uh, either Dan Harmon with more control will make an even more interesting show. Um, and he's known to being controlling, so the, I don't know about the... I don't know if he had improv in community. Maybe he did. He had very talented actors. Um, it might feel a little different if there, if he feels like there's not a lot more riffing going on. I don't know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know the show's in good shape just because uh, the writing is way more important with Dan Harmon yeah. than that. Right, that, for sure, you know. for sure. But, but what if feel a little off if it doesn't have it at the same time? Because that's so, what it does, you know. Here's my pitch to you: like, what if they decide because it's a multiverse to like just kill yeah. them off and start off? Yeah, I yeah, I don't no. want that. No. Somebody I wrote hope... an article. Do you think oh, he would oh, do a... that? No. I don't want that. No, no, he's not that stupid. <laughs> I don't know. This goes back to the. How many times have we seen people fans. do that? You know. So, yeah, somebody. I don't know who it was. Somebody wrote an article. Oh, it's fine. The multiverse. They could just kill them or explain why their voices are different. Like, no, we don't want different voices, bro. Like, I don't want different voices. Or diff- I just, even different. Characters. I, I just. But I'm just wor- worried that in their fear or whatever, um, that they might write it that way. You know. No, I mean because it's an opportunity for them to do that. He's very self-aware about canon episodes and stuff like that. They, they're in the middle of a storyline right now. They can't just drop everything. They could do it in the future one day, sure. Uh, now it's not that time. <laughs> do you think it would work if they brought in somebody famous that everybody loves? Like what if I don't Dave know who Chappelle? That person would be. What if Dave Chappelle was suddenly Rick? <laughs> well, I mean, no. <laughs> or what if that guy? Because he's Latino, right? And there's that big. Latino communi- uh, comedian that everybody loves that Carlitos went to see. I should know who he is, but I don't watch comedy. Gabriel. Know, fluffy? Yeah, fluffy? I think Fluffy. I think so. Apparently he's <laughs> no, huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 no. I mean, he's not been, we assume he's Hispanic. We don't really know. I mean, he, the picture Sanchez? of his family. <laughs> yeah, Sanchez. the picture of uh, the, uh, he looks Hispanic, the picture. Uh, we don't know. He could he could still be Spaniard, you know. We don't know. Yeah, he could just be well. Spain, which is white. So, <laughs> but yeah. that big picture they show, he does look like you know has a big mustache. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's they haven't confirmed nothing yet. 
it's kind of accepted though which i like people kind of accept that he's probably like half hispanic or something like that <laughs> especially after that picture that picture like that was like a mexican big mustache yeah damn well i mean the <laughs> thing is we know nothing about tattoo. too yeah we don't we know nothing about his parents or his backstory that, yeah. you know that brief it's a very brief picture it's not even clear but he did have a tan he had the he had the certain look wow i mean that's cool know. for our community <laughs> yeah that's why we accept it <laughs> But, you know, he looks uh, quite a shit, so we don't know. <laughs> he, he drinks like a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin Roiland, you suck. Such a great show. And, you know, because you're an idiot now, it's like, ugh. I think it'll be fine. It might, it might feel a little different, especially with the riffing. Some of the stuff, they just go, he just throws stuff out and they just go with it, you know, so. I know, it actually, exactly. it goes into the story, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but Dad Harmon's gonna have a lot more leeway to do what he wants. So, what do you mean by that? Uh well, it, he's used to being uh, in complete control. This is like a collaborative effort, you know. Um, oh, okay. I feel yeah. I feel like uh, he's gonna take the reins even more. Oh, he feels, got he, it. I, feel like I, I thought you know? he was already in most and most. I mean, thought he already was mostly in control. Uh, it's their show. It's not his uh, show. It's their show. Did you want to audition it's, for Rick? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's their show, not his show. And you know, the characters were on before Dan Harmon even jumped on. You know, technically, because uh, it was back okay. to the future. But... All right, yeah. Then that might be that might be a good thing, I guess. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about The Last of Us. I wanted to jump back to the first episode real quick. Uh, you lived okay. in Austin. Did you recognize anything in the shots? <laughs> No, I thought the vibe felt right, but I didn't recognize the. the yeah, I don't think I don't. I didn't definitely didn't recognize any stores or anything, but it felt right. Like those okay. the stores, the streets, and all that definitely look like that. Um, you can easily drive into Austin and find like, um, you know, it's very green. Like it, it felt right. Yeah. I forgot to mention uh, one of the great scenes in the the first episode at the end when uh, Joel has the PTSD with the. The guy pointing the gun at them, and so he starts beating the shit out of the the police officer, and Bella Ramsey is right behind him. She's just like, oh yeah, all, in, all into it. That was dope. Yep. She was just like, because earlier on she's like, oh, what can he do? Like she's really into violence. Like what can he do? Like what was he capable of? And when she so, sees that, she's into it. Yeah, the, the so I am watching the inside the episode with you know the HBO inside the episode, and I guess that was intentional. They wanted to show the contrast between the two daughters and I don't know I don't know if that exists I mean I guess it kind of does in the game but um apparently when when he has yet his biological daughter um she's like dad you just hit him or you just shot him like it freaks her the f out right and so they wanted to do a contrast of having now who's going to be like somewhat his adoptive daughter in a way um how she actually is different she's you know raised a different way and she's into the violence whereas the other daughter was terrified by it she's you know? uh built for this world and she uh is. that shot where he looks back at her and he's he's in a certain he's in the he's in a wolverine pose he's like like this you could literally add the nails he's just like so badass like wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> true he's and playing then, uh, it so well he's playing it really well and yeah. marlene is the same actress from the video game so that's pretty marlene cool. which one's marlene the lady oh, yes. that gave, oh yeah gave no her. yeah the leader of the leader right yeah of the, the fireflies of the fireflies yeah i Same discovered mattress. that later that was cool yeah she shows up in the inside the episode too 
And I was curious because Chris was playing the game. I was like, damn, that looks just like the actress. So I found, yeah, I found out later that it is the same person. I feel they look different, but the voice is obviously the same. Yeah. But all right, let's get to episode two. Uh, I, I love the new flashbacks. So that's nothing from the game. This is all the new stuff. And uh, they're adding to the lore. And then... Uh, cool. So the that 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 start with uh their jakarta and the scientists and when she's talking about she's crying and saying bomb the city i was like does that mean you too it absolutely meant her too yeah. she's like let me see my family like that was yeah. that was oh you're gonna make me cry yeah <laughs> <laughs> that felt so real so real and also i guess in in most instance instances when you're seeing a pandemic or viruses or stuff like that depicted and it's shown to uh people in power or whatever the choice is for them to save themselves usually um so it was interesting to see a character say goodbye you know and logically think of i was thinking about it it was a great scene logically it don't make sense because it's flour being shipped around the world the bombing their little country is not going to stop this pandemic from happening and that's why but, it doesn't but she, i don't think she knew that you know i don't think she, uh, I, th- I think she just thought it was like a virus but didn't realize I, I, it yeah. was like you know i love the what is it called subversion the subversion of it doing the opposite of what they usually do because she polluted herself but at the same time i was like well bombing that little country it's not really it's too late it's already been shipped but uh, so also, going we to don't that, know what happens. Like her making that decision doesn't mean it's gonna happen, you know. So that that was they uh, cut away. So so in the game, uh, they might have mentioned it, or in the games, a lot of time they don't they don't tell you the direct lore. You gotta read little journals and stuff, which I hate doing. So uh, <laughs> I never I never considered that's why all the buildings are like destroyed and shit because they bombed the cities. So like, oh, and that makes sense. That's what's going on. <laughs> Oh my god. I was just like, I just assumed like I was like, why are these buildings like tipped over and stuff just because they, they don't live in them anymore? And they don't really consider the bombing. <laughs> I would yeah. think they'll be more destroyed though. But okay, so let's go to the flower, right? So the flower is when it's infecting everybody. So I don't know if you if you've seen this, but they almost got infected four times in the first episode because they're it's in the flower. Yes. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So, um when we watched it again, Chris was pointing it out, the cookie. The... Okay, so let, let me let me go in yeah, order. Yeah, you okay? do it. Yeah, go ahead. So number one, uh, Sarah wanted to make pancakes but couldn't find flour. Okay, mm-hmm. so no pancakes. Uh, number two, and I, and I thought the scene was a little eh, it didn't belong there with the biscuits. Now I see why they put it in there. So in the morning they offered them biscuits. I'm like, nah, don't you like biscuits? They're like, nah, I don't want any. Right. So that's two. Number three, she goes visits, and then that's when the cookies are there. Right. You want a cookie? She says, uh, no, because they have raisins. She's like, no, I don't want any raisins. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Joe forgot the birthday cake. Yeah. So four times they could have got infected. Yeah. So and, would, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was going to make it fun and ask, do you think if this happened today, would you be infected? <laughs> it depends on the day, but I don't need a lot of flour usually. <laughs> it just depends on the day, you know? Plus, I don't... I- is flour is Jakarta really the main manufacturer of flour? That I have to check. That I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know. They do produce a lot of it. They have non-bread, you know. But you know, who knows? I don't know if they're really the big producers. It could be. They do produce a lot of um, organic ingredients and stuff. I would definitely probably be because I eat pizza once a week. <laughs> once a week? I wish I ate pizza once a week. <laughs> really? You don't? I'm surprised. You're such a pizza person. No, uh, but you know what? I do much. call. Actually, I'll, I'll 
actually honestly though i do cauliflower i do i do cauliflower pizza yeah yeah i don't think they're making that in jakarta um <laughs> and i i was right about the, i was right about the mouth okay that was the you were. really yeah, yeah. <laughs> i you told were. you but i don't know why you thought that was hair <laughs> i don't know it, i guess it's some glasses you know what maybe also because like you said it's not in the game so my mind my mind probably was just kind of like oh it's obviously the hair <laughs> and the, you, they talk about that in uh one of those after episodes too where um and the game says about sp- it's spores but yeah. uh you know they they went back into the research and they got an expert and they wanted to change it up because it doesn't i uh i guess it's, it's it's better for the tv show to have it because there's different ways you can be affected but instead of spores they wanted to do the the, the yeah. fung- more of a li- visual living fungus thing which is yeah. also possible and i like the new myth- myth- mythology of the cordyceps because uh also other thing they added was the you step on one uh, you're stepping on the whole infrastructure that could hit a mile away that was a nice uh change oh that in the game fucking amazing i didn't know that's not in the game but that was dope like in real life that's actually um i don't know if you watch the future of but you should watch it. It's really good. Before um, this game came out, or before I knew about the game, I watched that. I'm sure the game was out before it, but um, it's called The Future Of, and it's like a docu-series. And there's one episode about plants. And plants, it just breaks down how really intelligent they are, um, how they how they will evolve in the future, how they will help us. You know, beyond building organs, we all know that, but they, we could actually program them um, we can have them save data. So it makes a hundred percent that they're that, you know, connected because it's like a whole, um, they're almost like a computer system. You know, plants are, it's not just mushrooms, actually, cordyceps. And once again, uh, not zombies. There have runners, stalkers, and clickers. And I think there's like one or two other versions. Um, the clickers being the the enhanced version you saw at the episode two or <laughs> and uh, they use echolocation to uh, navigate yeah. because they're, they're blind because of the fungus. That was so you gotta crazy. Be real quiet. <laughs> yeah, that was so crazy. It definitely had like Guillermo del Toro vibes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is fucking phenomenal. And yeah. the whole the 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 set pieces, the HBO effect, like you like to call it, is uh, it's been phenomenal. It's really the best video game adaption that I've seen. Is like. It's uh, nice. sold to the source material. And so I don't know if you noticed, this episode was directed by the video game director, Neil Druckmann, which I no. think this episode was better. So, yeah, That's I saw that right cool. away. So, the, uh, the you know, the uh, so he's actually, I, I looked it up, Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin, the, the director of uh, Chernobyl, they're in the same level. So they're both uh, creators of this show, showrunners, everything. So they're actually at the same level. No one is higher than the other. So, uh this is why the source of is getting respected so well. And I thought, so Craig directed the first episode. I think the second one's better. And uh, that was on uh, Neil Druckmann. So wow, uh, he, he's translating very well from that video game into this TV show. And that's oh, why it took cool. so long to make. Something they didn't do with Uncharted. Like they didn't really get to do everything, you know. Uh, yeah. They had, uh, obviously he has a lot more control in this one and uh, he's doing a great job. Wow. Um, I love the 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 interactions with uh ellie and the joel like you're a weird kid like she's not weird she's never been outside (laughs) (laughs) and he he seems so reluctant there's at one point she says something and he looks at his watch or at some point it just you could tell he's already thinking that obviously that she reminds him of 
his daughter. There's a lot of that the game yeah. where uh where I just totally miss where then I look at the comments uh like Reddit and stuff like <laughs> oh the symbolism with the watch and the daughter like what? Oh yeah, yeah, the daughter gave him the watch. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're still doing that. They don't <laughs> never even now, like, yeah, oh, yeah, the watch. <laughs> what did you think? So what is the name of the girl that died in the end? Um Tess. Tess? Yeah. For me, I felt like um I wanted more of her to feel it more. If it, it happened a little too soon for me personally, because I want to cry when people die. And she was a cool character. And because it happened so soon, I hadn't seen too much of like who she is in her relationship to um, uh, what's the main character's name? Uh, Joel. Joel. Yeah, I had. I guess I wanted to see more so I can cry when she dies. I didn't cry because I felt like it was so early in the in the show. You know, she was barely well, in the first one. She got more time in this uh, show than even in the game. They. Uh, oh, okay. She's fleshed out actually a little bit more. But they stuck to it maybe too close where they could have given her more time. But the, the story is really about the father-daughter dynamic. She, For she's sure. Kind of but I, I just feel like if it's an it's an opportunity to cry. She's uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's something. not I don't think you're supposed to cry over her. She's a very bad person who tries to redeem herself by telling him, You gotta take care of this because you know she was she was like Joel, like she's infected. She was ready to, she'll kill her. No, no, no questions asked. She knows she's a bad person. They're both bad people. Uh, yeah. but you know, she's trying to redeem herself when she finally starts to believe, like, oh, this girl could be safe humanity. We need to do the right thing. And but I know Joel is not gonna be on board. I need to convince him before I die. And it's kind of funny because I, I thought maybe this time he might because this in this show they they show a little bit more that they're in a relationship where it's more ambiguous in the game. So I thought maybe Joel would at least kiss her goodbye and ended up being a, a stalker that kisses her goodbye instead. <laughs> I know. That's Which is a little confusing. Crazy. I was I was wondering if uh, it's kind of like um, what's the evasion of the body snatchers where they know you're infected or not. So if yeah. you're not infected, like, ah. I wonder if it was like that. He really, already knew she was infected, so they didn't really have to go at her like crazy. Just finished the job when he came up to her like that. I don't know. It's a little weird. But... I think, well, I think because it is a hive mind mentality that she is mm. already infected, that in her mind, her mind was probably already changing. And that's what people like, are saying. That, uh, that's yeah. why, uh, yeah. Her, she was struggling with the lighter obviously because it's not working but she felt like she was starting to hide mine and uh she had yeah. to get it done as soon as possible and that's yeah. why she couldn't even move which could yeah. be true i i really don't know because they're kind of changing a little bit so i don't know yeah, yeah. it could be that's yeah. how i saw it um it, it was and that, uh, yeah. interesting you know and i love i did like how he was he finally was like okay go and he just runs because <laughs> he knew I mean, he's in survival mode. He's been in survival mode for years. Like, there's no time for like crying and like we didn't know and like a conversation is just like you just gotta run, you know. And I did like that depiction of like that's this is just the life he's been living, you know. And I'm worried they they, they so we talked about it's got to be at least two seasons for the first game. They're talking about adapting the second game for a second season, which means they're gonna. I feel like it's gonna be kind of rushed. They're going to do add, the, yeah, that's crazy. I think you can add so much more story with a video game cat. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. Cause like you said, they could have, they could have developed tests a little bit more, one more episode at least before yeah. getting to that scene. So at the I, same time, they're kind of so. moving. I don't know. I, I think so because, you know, they did, they did show they were together. So I think for me, I would have liked to seen like, why, why did you, it seems like he doesn't want to be with anybody though. 
So they both made a choice to be together. Why? And I guess I kind of wanted to see that. Why? I mean, bit, I, for you know? for me, it's uh, it's just like competence and willing to do the bad stuff. That's why they're together. Because she even yeah. said it. Like it's she even said but it. She, like, like she she probably loved him, but she knows he didn't love her. But it's more mm. like a mutual, uh, beneficial. I don't know how to say, but yeah, it benefited him to have her around more than yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Where her probably had a little more emotion into it. Yeah. Well, what would you rate the episode? I would say it's a ten. Yeah, I yeah. give. I <laughs> I think I was just. Um, I think the thing that got me was just that her death. I think wanting a little bit more. She is, you know, uh, the actress from Fringe, and like I think either you do it early, like a Drew Barrymore, and you're like, shit, oh shit, that happened really fast. Um, but she's not big enough, I guess, for that kind of shock because um, nobody even recognized her. Or you take some time so there's more weight to that death. It was a good opportunity because he hasn't, we would assume, I would assume that he hasn't, you can tell he's disconnected. So he has some sort of connection to her, even if it's just because it's survival. Um, but it seems like they've been working together for so long. So that part is scary when you're starting to just work on your own again. Um, whatever it is, that whatever your habit is, it, it's scary to move on from that. And I guess I wanted to feel that a little bit, that transition a little bit. You know, he's dealt with so much loss. He does feel a little stone cold and it makes sense. Um, I don't know. I think I just wanted more from that, from that death. But everything else think, was uh, perfect. I think with I think the story the way it already, happened was great. I think with the story already, like it's moving forward, it, you risk the, you risk putting it in, it feels like filler sometimes. Some shows do that to, to stretch it out and K dramas do this a lot. It feels sometimes it feels like filler, like this is necessary. Like they're trying they're sticking to the story of the game in that sense, where they're afraid to because yeah, they're already going sure. they're going outside in the compound for and sure. stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean they they could have they could have put in a different interaction from the games that she wasn't a part of in there. There's some stuff they could have did, but I don't yeah. Know. I mean, look, I think characters need to die for stories to move forward regardless. Like you know, you know, that's why George Lucas even killed Obi-Wan because he's just there, you know, initially <laughs> when he had him throughout the story, you know, um, Ned Stark had to die, but, you know, they took their time with that. So that was a painful death. So I don't know. I don't know. They introduced her as a lead actor. Well, Ned Stark too. was to trick you. You thought yeah. he was the main character. You thought. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought she was too, because she's in the game as far as I am in the game, which is five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, they're living it's in the about, same you know, apartment, you know. It's, you so, know, I mean, it's really about regaining a new daughter in a, in a new world, really. So. For sure. Yeah. And what's that? There's a famous novel, like Little Cub or something, about a man and his son in the post apocalyptic world that everybody always refers to. I don't know the name of the, every movie that's post-apocalyptic with a dad and a son. They always refer to that. This is what this is, but, you know, with a girl instead of a son. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I knew the name of it. Something Cub or something. I'll, I'll look it up. But um, Well, I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, it, everything was actually, it was very good. Um, I love the little girl. You know, I love her portrayal. I love how dark she is. You know, and sometimes when they have young actors, you're like, oh, my God, why are they being so stupid? Why are they making that stupid you keep, choice? You keep saying that, but I've, I've never seen that with teenage actors. 
oh like, i watch young, but i watch young, young actors not like teenage actors okay let's talk about um are you watching willow no i won't make it long but i'll make this a point are you gonna watch it probably not okay <laughs> alora dannon she's playing a young girl alora oh, yeah. dannon is uh, maybe 18 maybe less than that you know a teenager okay. and she oh thank you Osiris. i'm almost done okay she um do you remember laura dannon in the original willow she's the little baby that has like uh, superpowers or whatever you know like the one they're protecting so, yeah the one they're protecting so she makes the most awful choices they she is written so horribly um, she's just always running off, thinking that she can save the day, and then they have to go rescue her. Because um, that's poor writing. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's common with like when you're trying to depict young kids and like, oh well, they're kids, so they're making bad choices. You know, um, it can get so frustrating. Um, you were talking so about the acting. That's the writing. Oh, the acting too. I mean, and this, I, I don't want to talk to this actresses acting because maybe it's just that but um i'm not gonna attack any young actors <laughs> but i've seen it the one with the, the one, is it them. the one with the red hair oh no she's cool no she's not okay, a I was say, she, she's oh a yeah good she's actress. in everything she's in star wars yeah no yeah you know the uh, first time uh i don't know if you saw it with us but the first time i saw her and i knew she was going to be a good actress the redhead was yeah. at the, the the festival you took us to uh in austin she was in oh, a movie Fantastic called Fantastic Fest. Fantastic Fest. Uh, she was oh, in a movie you called... saw her in a movie there. Yeah, with uh, Pops. Uh, it's called Pincushion, and she oh, plays a really. Cool. She was really young there, and she played a really weird character. It's just an interesting movie, and she was so good. I was like, okay. she might actually be a real actress. And then all of a sudden, she's in Star Wars and Marvel yeah. and like these parts. Yeah. Like, well, okay, okay. Yeah, she blew up. She blew up because yeah. she's good. She's good. She was. What's great funny because I don't. I don't think people really recognize her though, like yet. Her, she's not recognizable yet, but she's getting these big roles. Yeah. She's recognized to me, but no, not to normal. Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's good in it. It's the anyway, other. Bella Ramsey's other... like 20, 21 already. And obviously, huh? we know she can act. Bella Ramsey, she's already. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, is she 21? She's like 20, oh, 21 already. No way. She, she looks like she's young, but obviously, she we know like she can act. She, she, was ready, she was ready in Game of Thrones, so already knows she can uh, act. Yeah. Um, okay. She sorry. So she's not. She's nineteen, but still. Oh, okay. But still, yeah. damn. I yeah. think. I, is she, she looks playing way thirteen though? She's playing. She's 13. playing young. She's playing young. I don't know how young. Oh, okay. Because I feel like they're treating her like a kid. Like she's. Just I mean, she's a kid. She's a kid. <laughs> she's a kid. She's but supposed to be a teenager. Young I, adult. I she's not playing a nineteen-year-old. She is nineteen. She's not playing nineteen. She's definitely playing okay. like fifteen, sixteen. Okay. All right. <laughs> the same age as his daughter. <laughs> basically, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Okay. <laughs> Did yeah. you remember to uh, pick a movie to promote? Uh, yes. Oh, you did. Okay. What you got? I recommend Peter Pan. Oh, okay. Because you were just watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was going to recommend it before um, before we watched it, or before I watched it with Friday. I was like, oh, you know what? Because I was showing Friday the the trailer, and I was like, I should recommend this movie um but it's peter 2000, Pan, 2003, 2003 yeah with jeremy sumter who's like an amazing peter pan um and rachel Hurdwood, jason isaacs who plays jason isaac both kills the, it 
Yeah, he kills it. He plays both Hook and the dad, which I think yeah. in the story is how uh, Wendy sees Hook as she. I think she sees him. I could be wrong, but I think he's supposed to look right. like the dad. Yeah, uh, the right. director's T.J. Hogan. Um, I think it's like went under the radar, but it was yeah. it's such it's actually so good. Coldplay um, was just getting big, so some of the music is so beautiful. Um, I feel like it really feels like that's what might have if, if Peter Pan was real and it happened in that time in that house with Wenda, Wendy, um, darling. Um, it's just depicted so well the story of Peter Pan, the story of the story of Wendy having to grow up. Um, the performances, Nana, the dad, the dad trying to, everyone has a struggle too, because the dad also has this theme of like having to grow up because the aunt's like, you need to get a better job. Your daughter's getting older. Um, it's really, it's just so good. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so it's so uh, underrated. Um, the I like Peter's uh, portrayal. Like, you know, it's just yeah. a selfish kind of kid, like the way it should be. Um it looks great. I think it's the best Peter Pan film, better than the Disney cartoon one. Like, yeah. And I can't believe most people haven't seen it. Or I like, know. I, I, we grew up on Hook, which is not the original Peter Pan. It's like no, a continuation, it's a, it's a which is great. I love. I love. I love it. I love uh, Hook. Yeah. I think this is on another level. It's just like it's a perfect telling of Peter Pan, and it's unfortunate. It is, and most it people don't to... know about it. They don't. I wish it would like be re released or something. Like even Tinkerbell was perfect. Like she was so cute. She didn't speak because so it's it's more like a fairy, and she could only do one emotion at a time because she's so tiny. Um, I mean, it was just it's just so it's it's so good. And I saw it in theaters actually when it came out. Yeah, me too. I might watch it again because I don't remember everything at this point, but I do remember. How good it was! How good Peter was. Jason Isaac. He's from Harry Potter, right? The dad, the evil dad. Jason Isaac. Yeah, he's. Isn't he? He's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jeremy Sumter actually back in the day, especially when he made Peter Pan, he was he was kind of big too. He did. Um, let me look it up because he did that uh, movie where his dad is a uh, frailty. Do you remember frailty? That was good too. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. That's one of my he favorite movies kid. of all time. Yeah, so he was big in those times. He that just tells you like he was a good actor, or probably still is. I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything lately. But um, as far as like, um, and around that time, he did frailty. He played that little boy. Yeah, he was great in frailty. You know what? Yeah. Let's, I'm gonna recommend frailty. That's one of my favorite movies. It's uh, I believe uh, what's his name directed it to um, the dad, the one of Bill Paxton who passed away. I believe oh. that he, he directed it too. You're right, has, Bill uh, Paxton. Bill Paxton wrote uh, it. Uh, and Matthew McConaughey, before uh, people realized he was a good actor, and he, he fucking killed it in there. Like, dude, you were yes. sleeping on Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, uh, surprise ending. Uh, yeah. It's about a, a, a dad who uh, believes in God and believes he's being spoken to to uh, take care of evil people, and the kids struggle with it. One kid does, one kid doesn't. And that's all I'll say. Go, a Frailty is a fucking phenomenal film. That's you gotta, such you seen a Frailty. movie. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was an a indie film. You got to, yeah. uh, so Frailty, go see Frailty for sure. Go see two Jeremy Sumter, or rent two Jeremy Sumter movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Peter Pan and Frailty. <laughs> all right, 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 right. But the other kid, was, I don't know the other kid's name. He was great too. Like the whole cast is just, uh, it's just great. Uh, Who was yeah, the other Frail kid? Matt O'Leary. They yeah. all, they're all great. They're Bill all Paxton good. Got, that, that movie, that got, is so good. 
I wonder how many films Bill Paxton directed because he got the performance of everybody. It's just a good movie, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, go back to the movies. Go back to the movies. What's the last thing you saw? I was about to say, what's coming? What's coming up in the movies? It's, uh, it's the dog days of January. I don't even know. I want to see <laughs> Megan. Uh, I haven't seen it. Yet. I want to see Megan. We've been. I busy. saw Megan. How was that? We could talk about it when you see it. Uh, I thought it was good. It's solid. It's good. Yeah, we'll I've talk about it when that. you see it. I hear, I hear it's funny. Yeah, we keep saying we're going to talk about it. I guess I'll try to. I'll try to see this week. <laughs> I saw that. I saw the whale. I saw. Um, you know what's the funny? Real quick. Uh, is that out now or is it re-released because it's got a, it's a nominated the Fableman? Which one? Fableman? No, Fable it's been out. Yeah, it's okay. just been consistently out. Yeah. Funny, funny, funny quick story about the 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 whale. Uh Why? This is a co-work- there's this coworker at, at work. Uh and then uh, you know, she they wanted to go to the movies together and uh one uh paid for the movies. Uh, her friend uh paid for the movies, right? She's like, Oh, what movie we're seeing? Like, oh, don't worry about it, I'll pay for it. Just come come by buy the food. <laughs> And so she goes, and then it, it turns out it's the whale, and she's like, "What the fuck with this movie, man?" <laughs> you go because you know she's going. You know you're going into the movies to have a good time. I'm sure the whale is a great movie. It's not it one you see in the theater. It's obviously there because it's been nominated, and it's not. She wanted to see Megan. Like, oh, oh yeah. Megan, oh, I want yeah. to see Megan. She wanted to have a fun time with the movies, not see. Yeah. Probably, I'm guessing a sad movie about you know the whale. It's like, sad. I, I can imagine it's sad. I'm sure it's good, but it's not something you're in the mood for. If you don't know, if you had something you got to be willing to go see. Like you, know yeah, what I'm like, you, you definitely got to be in the mood because it's sad. I wanted to. I wanted to. I see seen, it. I already I, know. I already know. Yeah. And also, I love um, Brendan. Um, Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. Fraser. Yes. Yes. And he killed I think it's in the Fraser. And on- I think he just corrected everybody. I think it's Fraser. I'll go. Oh. I'll look. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brendan Fraser. You're watching Comedy Central. That's Fraser, not Fraser. If you say Fraser, I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, Fraser's. <laughs> but also think about it. It's him. There was a lot of humor. He was really funny in it. Um, but it, it is sad, and it's Darren Aronofsky. I I, I know we oh, don't like no. Mother. <laughs> I hate Darren Aronofsky. Oh, I have I not like one movie from Darren Aronofsky. Oh, okay. He made one cult classic, and, and people. Think you may not like director. this one, then. You may not like this one, then. Yeah, and it's pass. also done in a in a square aspect ratio, which I'm not entirely sure why. That yeah, I've never looked into it, but it's like in that TV like, ratio. Because he's an artiste. That's that's the only reason. Yeah, but I mean, go ahead and use it as if you're an artiste. But I mean, it has to be purposeful. Which I'm thinking it's to to make Brendan to. But I'm thinking it was to make Brendan look bigger, maybe. But I haven't looked into it. Because uh, Jonah Hill did a Jonah Hill did a movie about the '90s skateboarding kids, and I'm pretty sure he did the aspect ratio, and you get used to it, but it makes more sense. Because yeah. that's how they were filmed back then. Those, I don't know why yeah. the whale would need to be that. <laughs> All right. I don't know, but Sadie Sink is in it. She's good in it. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to the movies. Thanks for Go watching. Hit like and subscribe. Come back to the podcast. Yeah, come back. <laughs> on Spotify, Apple, everything. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye, G. Bye, Josh. Shh.